And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 127 of the Cinemania World Show. This is the show we talk all things movie and television news. Before we get started here, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Geekly Goods, we have Leo. Leo, hello. Hey, what's going on, Dwayne? Man, I seen you a couple weeks ago. It was so good seeing you at SDCC, bro. <laughs> Great to see you. Yeah, it's our um, first show since um, since you and I came back from San Diego Comic Con, my friend. Yeah, first show, first show. So it's cool to be dusting off the cobwebs a little, coming back and uh, <laughs> talking some good stuff today. Yeah, it's good to have you here as always. And we are also joined from the Cinemania World team and Candid Cinema. We have Manda. Hello. Hey, oh, it's good to be podcasting again. I have this is like my first show back since vacay, so I'm I'm really happy to be here with you guys. Yes, how was the little little birthday vacation? How was it? How'd it, it go? Was, it was killer. Like we we did a tour. It was beautiful, but also exhausting. But it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then you finally you finally witnessed the events that was Barbenheimer. Oh, Let us all that, know. Let us all intended. know. I know. I, it was... Leo kind of called it though. He kind of called it that yeah. you were gonna like Oppenheimer over Barbie. Yeah, he did. He knows me <laughs> so well. I was like, "Damn, Leo! Like, come on!" <laughs> I got out of Oppenheimer. I'm like, he was right, you know. And you know how much I hate saying he's right. So, it was, oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was keeping quiet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and lastly, we have from the Cinemania World team, and we have from Film Posers, we have Josie back on the show. Josie, hello. Howdy. <laughs> how you doing how's everything happy to be back um yes, yes. Good to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny because you're mentioning barbenheimer and i'm just here staring at oppenheimer not making not cracking my top 10 oh you and larry and it's in mine <laughs> oh man larry said the I, same thing um oh. i agree with you josie Ooh, you too, Leo. Ooh, What's up? What Sorry, guys. I got quite a few in the top ten. I mean, God. like, yeah, it's at number eleven, so it's not like, oh my God, it's fifty. But it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm down bad. It's like number three for me. Oh, wait. <laughs> like, yeah, so down. see, I got like a lot more. Like, Nimona is in. That's there. probably uh, why. Like, I don't have Nimona. You have Susan. Uh, like Susan May, yeah, Susan May yeah, is in yeah. my top five. That's in my top yeah. three right so, there. No, I'll talk. I about mean, that's actually that's actually good segue because that's our topic. I gave you a good segue. That's what that's <laughs> one of our uh, our topics of the day. Our first topic of the day is we haven't done. I forgot because you know it was Comic Con week, but we haven't done our favorite movies of the year so far. We usually like to, we usually do them around July, and it's now August second already. Jeez. and uh it's yeah a, it's so a big, it's a big month it's a big time for the swifties yes oh god <laughs> <laughs> so i guess now is the best time to go into our topics of the day we have a few things on the docket but we're going to start off with uh favorite movies of the year so far um i don't usually have worse by this time because i usually see the bad stuff at the end of the year when it's time to do those shows so I, I think I have I can I think I might have a few, like one or two, but I definitely have like a top 14, 13. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go through our whole list, but I guess just kind of round out uh round out like your favorites of the year so far and then 
you know, we'll, we'll discuss. So I'll start with you, Mando. Let's get, let's start with you. Some of your favorite movies of the year so far. Oh, wow. Um, I'm looking at my list for like 2023 and I would have to say that Oppenheimer is definitely going to be up there for me. Like I'm completely blown away right now. Um, I literally just got out. I finished driving home and (laughs) jumped on this podcast. Um, so Oppenheimer for sure across the spider verse, hands down one of the best theater experiences I've had. It was so great. Um, if I'm tapping into horror, I'd have to say evil dead rise. I've watched it like two to three times already oh, this yes, year. That's and a good it's one. just, it's God tier. That title card alone just made me so happy. Um, <laughs> are you there? God, it's me. Margaret is on my list and I'd probably mention air, even though like it came out, I think in April and it was just like one and done that week end, I think, and no one really spoke about it, but. I hope it still like gains some traction outcome award season because I, mean, I, I thought think it was really Air got a lot of love. I remember it just being all over my timeline. What are you With... there, God? No, no air. 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 Oh, air. Air. I I saw air really late, but I do have it like in my it's like hovering in my top twenty right now. I didn't see Which it. Is... I feel like a fake Christmasina fan. <laughs> come on, come on. Do it for the best, Chris Josie. Come on. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not in my top ten, but it's definitely in my top. It's just, it's just a weird. My only issue with air is that it's just weird, as far as like <laughs> you cannot see Michael Jordan. They show like his head. I think the movie's called Air. Like just call it Air Jordan or something. It's it's just strange the way they did all the Michael Jordan stuff. But because my mom, I remember she was she wanted to watch it. And she thought it was a biopic for Michael. And I was like, no, it's just about the shoe people. That's it. And and she's like, well, is Michael in it? I was like, yeah. And then Viola Davis plays the mom, which I thought Vi- Viola Davis was great as uh, yeah. as the mom. So I still have it hovering in my top 20. But um, yeah, let's go to you, uh, Leo. Any, any favorites so far? Yeah, Air was good. I think I have that in my top 15. Um, yeah, but yeah. recently, just recently having seen it, uh, TMNT, Mutant Mayhem is in my top three now. It's so good. I mean, I love that unique, fresh art style. Like, a lot of people want to say Spider-Verse, but it does feel like its own unique style, having seen the movie all the way through. there, It incorporates a couple of other styles that really work well. Um, yeah. So animation is just absolutely killing it for me this year. I love the voice acting. The turtles were awesome in this one. The action was cool. There's like one action sequence I can't wait to see again in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love that one. The synergy between the brothers, so good. But um, a couple others, uh, Suzume, which is the new Makoto Shinkai movie, an anime film. Uh, for those who don't know Makoto Shinkai, he also directed Your Name and Weathering With You. Um, but it's about Japan and this disaster that's happening there. And uh, this teenager starts opening doors in order to help stop the disaster. It's this really cool uh, anime, new anime movie that went really under the radar. But in my top four, uh, John Wick Chapter 4, though. That that right there, my number two. Um, so good. I mean, at this point, this is just peak in the franchise for me. I love the action sequences. I loved the combat choreography, the editing, everything. I mean, it's just it's just like a video game on a, on the screen. So it's it's fantastic. And then across the Spider Verse, I mean, I've really gushed enough about that film, but 
loved it head to toe and i can't wait for the sequel which is unfortunately delayed indefinitely but oh, i'm still holding man. i'm still hanging on i'm still hanging on by the way that delay has nothing to do with the strike i i i don't i don't think it does at all they were not ready they, they weren't they I, just I, they were not ready. ready when 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 um Haley steinfeld was like yeah. oh yeah we haven't recorded a thing i said oh my god okay so yeah i don't know yeah so it's a little bit of both it's the fact that they didn't have as much done as they should have come yeah. with the fact that they can no longer continue working because of the strike. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know why they, oh man, if you have an ending like that, I feel like you have to have at least 75% of the movie done. Um, I don't know. It's just, it reminds, it reminds me the, the ending wasn't as crazy as infinity war, but it was just like, imagine if like we got infinity war, then end game was just delayed indefinitely. Like, that sounds nuts to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a long um, way. It's, yeah, it's it's not as bad as like end games ending when you like kill all your heroes, but it's still like a cliffhanger. And those cliffhangers, I mean, yeah, I don't know, they're tough. But um, yeah, let's go to you, Josie. Your favorites of the year so far. Yes. So I do this thing, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. But in case, I'm just gonna say it in case anyone mm-hmm. wants that little hack for the end of the year to avoid the headaches. So I usually, at the beginning of the year, I start a list to rank uh-huh. all the films I watch in that year that are just the films from that year being released. So that just start ranking it from the beginning, like since January, that way that by the end of the year when you start doing your top tens, yeah. I'm already there for you. I've tried yeah. that and I just <laughs> cannot keep up. I just, I've, so I tried, I tried it like last then. year. Yeah, yeah I've been I doing tried. it for three years now. And yeah. so far so good. But I do actually have my top 10 i'm gonna share it because i mean i do this daily <laughs> i changed it recently actually with the oh really number, yeah the number 10 i mm-hmm. literally just put it there so i had to like stare at it and be like hmm is this how i want my rank to be and it is so top 10 Ooh. we have red white and royal blue i really liked it oh yeah it's still under oh, Fargo, but i liked that. it <laughs> Yeah. I'm so happy you liked it. I can't wait. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that cracked my top 10 and it pushed uh-huh. Oppenheimer to 11. <laughs> oh, what is going on? <laughs> I'm excited yeah. for that one. Red, yeah. right, royal, yeah. blue looks it's good. Just, um, just think um, what a girl wants and the prince and me with just everything that's been happening right now with films like, like Aristotle yeah. um, and Dante and then TV shows like Heartstopper. It's just that combination. Mm-hmm. Which I'm watching Heartstopper right now, season two Amen. tomorrow. Yeah, because so. yeah, I'm so excited. I didn't ask for screeners because you know Netflix <laughs> yeah. is a struck company, but I am excited to binge watch tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tomorrow. <laughs> I thought it was Friday. I'm like, oh, it's tomorrow. I gotta hurry. No, tomorrow. One. We're, we're being so. a little bit spoiled, and I'm excited <laughs> because it's a uh, Paris season. But anyways, um, <laughs> Polite Society at number nine. Oh, period. The Fish Bowl, which is a Puerto Rican film that premiered at Sundance, is at number eight. Ooh, John Wick is that Chapter is that getting a yeah. release over here? It is going to have a final festival run this okay. month here at a local festival. Okay, okay. And then I think they're planning on putting it on streamers, but I still don't know. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. But hopefully, we'll see. I know it's being released in theaters this month too here. So hopefully that does pretty well and they can get uh, streaming um, rights. 
So what else you have? You have uh, number. Yeah, you know, like chapter at? four, chapter seven, and, and number seven. <laughs> then we got Barbie and number six. Barbie, and number, Barbie's six. actually my number eight. Huh? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little. Low. It was my number four, but then I just realized I love these other films more. Uh-huh. So Asteroid City is at number five. Ooh, Asteroid City was good. Sanctuary at number four. Hmm. I have Emily at number three. I know it was at TIFF like last year, but it was released in cinemas this year, so I'm counting it. Man, didn't you see Emily? I did not, sadly, oh, but okay. people raved about it, and I was really so good. happy that What's I that about? Hold on, check it out. <laughs> um, Emily Bronte. Oh, okay. Let me see yeah, Emily. Yeah, I gotta watch it. it so that's in 2023? Okay. Uh, Spider-Verse at number two. Oh, no, Obviously. not the number two. Well, what's the number oh, one? I've got Past Lives at number one. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen that yet, so that's fair. I gotta that's watch fair. it. Yeah, yeah, everyone's talking about that Past Lives. I was gonna go see it Friday. My, there was an indie theater near me that was showing it, but it was, like, way too late. But, um... But, yeah, okay. that's, not, that's not coming down from number one. Okay, so... For me... Uh, for me... Evil Dead Rise like just got out of the top ten. I don't forget mm-hmm. what pushed it out. I think it was Talk to Me. I have Talk to Me at seven. Asteroid City at nine. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three at ten. Barbie at eight. Creed Three at six. Scream Six. I mean, of course, come on now. At five. Uh, Polite Society. I actually would have it higher than who? Who had Polite Society? Was that Josie? Um, I have a number four. Wait. I got and, it at nine. Yeah, I have a number four. And then Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret is number three. And then my top two is Spider-Verse and Oppenheimer. But Spider-Verse is number one. Because Spider-Verse is just, oof, man. I don't know what's going to top that for me. Cause like, yes, sir. I watched it like six times in the theaters. It's bad for me. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, think I, I, I think I got to four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's bad. It's bad for me. It's a good. And it's coming out in like 4K and all that stuff like next month. So. And the art book is really good. So if anyone's yes. interested in it, I, it's, I think it's worth it. And yes. Amazon had it for 40% off. But also support oh. your local bookstores. Oh, for real, man. Those, those local like thrift... Local bookstores, local thrift shops, when it comes to not just clothes, like the, if, if you have one that sells like used movies and stuff like that, just those are just so good. Make make sure those places keep the lights on because they're just, they're so euphoric in there and stuff. So, all right, let's go into our next topic of the day. And that is this weird Gal Gadot story. Uh, okay, so earlier... Uh, it was a, it, like she was doing an interview with comicbook.com, I believe, and they asked about Wonder Woman in the, in the new DCU, and her quote was this. She said, uh, I love portraying Wonder Woman. It's so close, uh, close to and dear to my heart. From what I heard from James and from Peter is that we're going to develop Wonder Woman 3 together. So this has been kind of mixed reactions all around because one hand we have we have people excited to have Gal back as Wonder Woman. And then the other hand we have people frustrated like, what is this universe, dude? And then we have another hand of people who are confused by the quote all around saying that 
is she saying that you're going they're going to develop it or is she saying that she's starring in it again a lot of people have been going with the assumption that this means she's going to be a producer on it but i kind of have a feeling that this means she's going to be in it now usually when stuff like this happens james will like jump online and be like true or like not true or be like sure but he hasn't really said anything, so I don't know what's going on. Um, all I know is is that I'm I'm actually a huge fan of the first Wonder Woman. It's actually my favorite DC EU movie of the of the of the bunch is the first Wonder Woman, 1984. We just don't discuss. We don't that just doesn't exist. It came out in a time where you know we all wasn't ourselves, and we don't remember that movie. So Wonder Woman one I loved. <laughs> So 1984 was, you know, it was 1984. And then, you know, my big thing is just like, I, this universe is so confusing and it has not even started yet. And already it's just like just a bunch of confusion as far as what's going on. Is this a reboot? It's not a reboot. Is this yada yada? Who are you keeping? Who are you not keeping? So I don't really know what's going on. It's going to be really weird to get like a new Batman and a new Superman and then keep Gal. I mean, it's just going to be really strange. So with that being said, I'll give it to you guys. See what you guys' thoughts on all this or what you guys think is going on. I'll start with you, Leo. What the hell is happening? Woo, I'm so excited, y'all. Y'all already know I'm a Gal stan. So I'm very excited to get Gal back involved in any sort of way. It does to me sound like she's going to be Wonder Woman again, but I, I think it's also possible that maybe she is just helping develop. But I don't know, man. I love her in this role. I think she completely changed the character for live action screen. And besides Linda Carter, she's like the only one to bring Wonder Woman to a big screen and in a live and then this way with live action, attaching her charm to it. It's just, it's going to be hard to separate from that. So I don't know that they will, but if she is only producing and has her hands in it, I think that's still a good involvement to have the last Wonder Woman actively evolved and get something similar, in, at least in like production quality and enjoyability as the first Wonder Woman. So I'm really excited it, either way. If it means she's Wonder Woman again, great. If not, also great. Uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think, like you said, I agree as far as like producing, I think producing, it'll be cool. Uh, but yeah, let's go to Amanda. What do you think? What do you think about this whole scenario? Listen, when <laughs> I read that this morning, I oh, rolled man. my eyes and I said, <laughs> I could care less about this even happening. I'm sorry, Leo. I know you're so excited and I love that you're excited for this, but for me, it's like, all of that Snyder stuff is so far gone that even seeing Gal in The Flash or seeing her in Fury of the Gods, it does absolutely nothing for me anymore. And 1984 was such a dud that it, for me, it kind of like tainted the character um, and her role. Uh, I know that like, obviously writing was terrible. The script was really bad. Um, mm -hmm. But it's just, I, I, I don't know how you can build an entire universe with like pieces of old um, 
actors, you know, I just, I don't understand how you can do that and still move forward and, and rebuild, um, in the way that gun wants to do it. So I, I feel like it's kind of half-assed and I don't like that they're going to move forward with the, like one woman three. Um, Mm -hmm. I understand you want to complete the trilogy, but there have been a lot of films that have had just like two films and that's it. I.e. Andrew Garfield for the amazing Spider-Man. So like, it, it could be the exact same thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I just don't care. <laughs> if it moves forward, I just don't. If she's a producer, I don't understand it because it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I understand she stayed with the character for that long, but I don't think she has anything creatively to add to it. I don't know. That's just, that's just me. I'm sorry. I'm like, that's bad. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But you guys know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> also, Tassim, the Amazing Spider-Man ain't good. Listen, hold on. Yeah, but hold he at least deserved. Hold on. Listen, I'm just saying, like he, he deserved a third. So that's all she. I'm saying. I'm, that's all on. I'm saying. No, she, she kind no, of. No, no, I'm talking about Leo. But, hold on. Oh Wait yeah. A <laughs> Wait a minute now. Chill on that Spider-Man too. Amazing Spider-Man too. Chill on that. What? Oh that's man, a, that. That's, that's, a classic. that's bottom of the barrel. That's a classic. I need you to stop. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I I agree with Amanda. She's making valid points. This is really dumb. This is really dumb. <laughs> this is like, it's like again. I I always stress that quote that he gave like a couple weeks ago about Blue Beetle. Just what are we doing, bro? I just it just doesn't make any sense as far as going on. But I don't want it to come off like I'm mad that Gal's coming back. I honestly don't. I don't. I like. I like Gal as Wonder Woman. I do. I. I don't mind Gal's Wonder Woman, but it's just the fact of like I'm. I'm annoyed because what are you doing with this universe, dude? Is it is? Uh, I don't know how many times I can, I can keep asking the question. Like these DC movies are just making bottom of the barrel money, and it's just like I think it's you need to just blow everything up. And I thought they were going to with Superman Legacy, and then moving forward with that, but. Then you got like an Amanda Waller show with Viola Davis, and then Peacemaker's still around, and the Flash is gonna be the Flash. And uh at this point, I don't know, I don't see them recasting Ezra. It's not happening, you know. Even though that made my movie made like three dollars. I don't think they're gonna recast Ezra. So I don't know what they're doing. And uh yeah. So Josie, any thoughts as far as for Gal Gadot returning for Wonder Woman 3? I'm definitely in the same boat as Manda with the no comment kind of vibes. <laughs> um, if anything, just finish the trilogy, but keep her away from this un- new universe you're creating. If you have money to like burn, yeah. which they clearly yeah. do. Um, but I, I love the suggestion that people we're making to include to recast Wonder Woman as the actress from Moon Knight that plays Lila. Yeah. Yes. Wait, are you um, on that are you on that page? Because I I'm kind of with that. I like that's yeah, a I just good casting. Today and I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, like but that. other than that, I also I just don't subscribe to DC. I don't subscribe to James Gunn. I don't think he should be <laughs> the one responsible oh, for female man. character arcs because he's very <laughs> notorious for ruining Ooh. the character journey of female characters that he's involved with go, so oh, we'll see what happens hannah says the same thing about his harley quinn she does not yeah, like no, the best example is harley yeah. quinn you have kathy yeah. ann who gives this character such a wonderful like yeah. 
just rich arc and then he just destroys it in suicide squad he's just very notorious for taking credit of uh-huh. the effort of female creatives like kathy ann and other women that he's worked with i mean the first guardians of the galaxy movie was co-written with a woman and then all the credit went to him it's <laughs> oh see i didn't even know that i also don't like it that's one of the reasons wow. why i don't like uh that's one of the reasons why i don't like volume two is because how much he like the whole mantis wow, thing felt like a bullying go. thing here we like go. with Mantis, he kept calling. He's like, "Oh, you're ugly." Yeah. I was like, "What the hell is this storyline?" He doesn't Why know this- how to work with female characters. But also, I felt that way with Gamora in Ooh. Volume. Yes, 3. yes, like, yeah, Ooh. yeah. I did. That was one of my biggest problems with Guardians and what they did with her because it made no sense to me. So <laughs> she became a Ravager. Like she was being nice. It didn't. Work. It just didn't work for me. It's what? Like, I'm sorry. I still cried. Rocket's my boy. <laughs> I still <you> cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I just I'm, I'm getting really tired of the DC stuff, and that's crazy because it hasn't started yet. As far they as they need to take universe. a break, they need a break. Just yeah. no social media, no amount announcements. <laughs> just go black for a while. Go silent. Yeah. I say 2024 is like the year they need to just go black, go dark, is what they say. Um, they have Joker. Folia, whatever coming out so <laughs> let let that do its thing and then the dceu just let it like hibernate for a little bit because what's going on and, uh, didn't aquaman get pushed back it's like they're thinking about yeah. it it's like it's they're going back and forth. it feels like it, it, feels yeah. like it. Which i don't know why is there is, is so all these delays are these for are these because of the actor strike and they can't promote with the actors no, or is it just like bad, and they don't know what ooh. to do with it now? Okay, yeah, I've heard really bad things about it. Because yeah, my thing about this is that ooh. my thing about that ideology, if that's why they like, because Sony pushed a lot of movies last last week, and if that's like your reasoning, because oh, we want to do press. I mean, besides like a big cast, like you know, when you have like a big, like dude, that's an ensemble Barbie, big ensemble. Unless you have like that, I mean. You don't need to, a lot of press doesn't like press doesn't really blow up like it used to, you know. Like I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's like bringing uh, bringing Jason Momoa on Jimmy Fallon. It's not gonna uh, you know bring in like thirty million people coming to see Aquaman if, if that makes any sense. Like I watch all those YouTube videos of like interviews for like actors and stuff for the movies coming out, and it's like they all get like. 20,000 views. They don't like really, really blow up unless it's like something cool with BuzzFeed. But most of the time, they go viral. If it doesn't have the viral factor, it won't benefit you. Yeah. So I never really, I mean, because Sony pushed Craven a year and I was like, what you thought Craven was about to do with uh, reshoots? Yeah, well, also we're 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 taking away the power of these actors on social media. A lot of them do That's have true. a lot of followings, so they'll post clips, trailers, all that, and it does help attract some of the audience. Like especially, you got a guy like Timothy Chalamet, or sure, uh, you sure. know, a big actor right now that promotes the stuff on social media, <sighs> helps put some butts in seats. Yeah, you know like, who got you know. Blue Beetle. Is still posting clips they uh, filmed previously, and the captions keep saying "previously recorded." <laughs> also, my thing with that, Leo, is that I that I agree because like a Jenna Ortega will accumulate some people to come oh, and yeah. watch Wednesday, 
but like the rock is like the fifth highest instagram followed <laughs> person and what black adam ain't do nothing so it's like i mean i don't know dude so drag him <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, DC was just falling off at that point. Well, that's true. It's true. Yeah. So I just, I mean, yeah, those Sony, those Sony delays were crazy because they came out of nowhere and then got that Spider-Verse delay, got the, the Craven delay. There was a few others delayed too. But um, so it's like Madam Web not happening or something. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that was that. <laughs> Scalvadot. not. All right. Let's uh, go through. I'll leave. I want to go right into this WGA thing that's happening on Friday, and then we'll and then I'll like we'll speed through the last two after that. But yeah, so it looks like it looks like the AMPTP will be will be re- renegotiating this Friday or like just meeting up, I guess. And I guess that's a positive with the WGA and whatnot because now we can finally get some movement on the strike. That I I think I heard it was like what, four months right now that the strike has been going on. So uh, that's some big news that came across me, um, you know, yesterday. So that was really interesting. But the SAG strike is getting kind of messy because I'm looking at what's been going on with some of the actors and Stephen Amell. (laughs) For real. (laughs) He is a mess. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's been kind of crazy. But, uh yeah, so do we see anything uh, – I'll, I'll go to you, Josie. Do you see anything moving forward now that uh, renegotiations are happening as soon as this weekend? I don't think we can really tell what's going to happen in the future with this yeah. strike until we know what is said or negotiated on Friday. But, again, it's just negotiations. It's just going back to the table and yeah. seeing if anything's changed on their end because we know that wj is not gonna pull back or anything like it's been three months we can keep going mm-hmm. um but it's very interesting how first they agreed to meet with sag and then they announced the wga but like part of it is like at least they announced it at least they're going back to the table to negotiate with yeah. wga yeah. but it's i don't i don't know it's, I'm, i feel like the amtp amptp is, is cooking up something <laughs> And they're being sketchy. Yeah, I um, it's one of those things with me too, where it's like a wait and see what happens. I know a lot of people are getting too excited as far as like this means that the deal is going to be reached sooner. But you know, it's okay, I, uh, think I, mean, we're we'll gonna, I think we're still going to keep going with the strike, especially because these studios, especially I was I've been listening to a lot of like different business podcasts, and they're talking about from the studios pers- perspective. And they are just trying. They are, oh man, it's a, especially the streaming stuff. The sh- it's, it's like, it's the streaming stuff, especially when it comes to like a Netflix, to yeah. where it's hard to negotiate contracts with Netflix because they don't release any type of numbers. Like, I always thought it was so weird that we don't really get numbers from streaming services, really, because it's not being controlled by the Nielsen ratings on TV. So the streaming numbers, it's like Netflix would just come out. Oh, this movie did 50, 100 million downloads and listens and watches in a day. And I'm like, can I see that? Like, like, how do you calculate that? That's really interesting the way they do that. And I heard that it's hard for certain creators, like writers, directors to really like see how much they can really get 
on residuals because of that that aspect of the way they do their business. So this is going to be really interesting to see what happens. Uh, let's go to you, Leo. Any thoughts on the negotiations going on again this weekend regarding the WGA? Hopefully they, they come to some sort of agreement here that both parties can adhere to. Things are just starting to drag out, and it's so unfortunate that it's taken this long for any movement to happen. Um, I know this is SAG-AFTRA, but, man, the Stephen Amell stuff, that can be real damaging. And so I hope <clears throat> nobody else comes out to damage the cause. Um, mm-hmm. I think there needs to be a lot more support than than hurt or damaging the cause right now. So I hope people can just continue to support. I hope that we can put it into this. But I'm like, I'm feeling like Josie, I feel like it's going to continue on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree that uh that whole thing with him because it was so weird. Like I support my union workers, but I don't support striking. What? <laughs> what do you mean you sub- And then he had a video <laughs> out where he's like showing the billboard of heels, and it's like, dude, you can't yeah, 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 yeah. He's been he's been getting dragged. But all right, Amanda, uh, any thoughts on the WGA um, going back to negotiations with the studios this week? I mean, I agree with everything that you guys have said. Uh, you know, it's a wait and see type of thing. And I just, I just know that, you know, the WGA, they're like, they're fighters, man. They went like this long as Josie said, like they'll keep going and they'll keep fighting. So, um, yeah, I just hope it gets resolved, uh, soon and just pay them what they (laughs) deserve to be paid. It's really not that hard. Um, but yeah, I just hope everything gets resolved and yeah we don't know as, it's as a, well uh the entertainment fund has reached over 50 million donations thanks to actors like jennifer lopez ben affleck etc cetera, etc cetera. so i mean they, they can keep striking um i also saw something too that i i saw that a couple of weeks ago there was somebody with who had the quote as far as Oh, I hope I hope uh, they'll get it all together once they realize that they that they need to like live or something like that. You know, I saw that Fran Drescher said that they've been preparing. They like they prepared to be on strike for a really long time regarding like all that. And so that was really good to hear, too, because I was getting worried. I was like, well, I hope like no one loses their like houses or anything like that, because we got to keep this strike going because you know these everyone has to get paid and like these these are uh, these statements these past couple of days of oh i only got 14 cents and 25 cents in residuals is just nuts and you know like some of these stories of writers having to go homeless because you know not getting enough from a project and and i'm talking about like big projects too um it's really disheartening to hear so i hope this all gets figured out this weekend it's, it's just one of those things where you're told that from the beginning especially in film school you're told that you're going to struggle it's going to be hard you have to climb your way up but we're quickly yeah. realizing that it doesn't have to be that way and the system is purposefully made this way and it mm-hmm. can change and that's what the wga is fighting for and sag as well so at this point the best thing that we can do is um deadline hollywood and discussing film are always posting places you can donate to 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the, ter- the entertainment fund is one of those. If you see anything, a lot of WGA people are often posting to like donate pizza or water to um, the picket lines, as well as if you're in New York. Um, I did picketing in Queens. I know mm-hmm. that Manhattan is a very attracting spot because, I mean, a lot of actors and well-known writers right. are going to be there. But um, places like Queens, sometimes at the beginning, like it was just me and two other people at one place. So if you can spread out and help in different locations in Brooklyn and Queens as well, that's good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with everything and whatnot. And hopefully this is all this all can get situated soon. Not just for the projects and stuff that have to get delayed, but mostly and most importantly because of uh, the actors and the writers getting paid. So we'll see what happens. But um, let's get into some last topics before we round out the show. Let's go to this news for... Let's speed through this because I'm really annoyed. Okay, let's go through the news for Scream 7. It is now... Official that Radio Silence will not be returning for Scream 7. And this means that we have a new director coming in in Christopher Landon. If, you don't, if you're not familiar with his work, he did Happy Death Day, which I liked. He did Happy Death Day to You, which I don't like. He did Freaky. And he did a couple of Paranormal Activity movies that I did not like. So I'm stressed because... It's been documented on this show that, uh, you know, I love all the Scream movies. Not equally, but I love them all. I don't dislike one, and I fear the day is going <laughs> to come like a soon. Parent. You sound like a parent. <laughs> <laughs> I love all my children. Not equally, but I do love them. It's true. It's very true. Like, I don't even, even like, I forget what's on my last. I think Scream 3 is my, like, last placed one. But, like, I don't dislike Scream 3. I still love them all. Okay? That being said, like, the day that I get... Because all my horror franchises have have a entry that I hate or don't like. You know? Halloween, for sure. Friday the 13th, for sure. Paranormal Activity, for sure. The Purge. I mean, it's like one of them things that are good. They made a Sinister 2. I can't even ride with Sinister's franchise. Because Sinister 2 was awful, you know? So there's always one one bad apple. And I there's no bad apples for me on Scream. And I feel like I don't like when new people take uh, my Scream and try to, like, direct them and do stuff and do something new. Don't bring, uh, don't bring What's-His-Face back, please. Let's not do any, like, the, I don't want to see no ghost face that are actually, like, ghost and... You turn them into zombies. Like, I don't want any stupid shit in my franchise. So let's just pray that Christopher Landon is a big enough fan and he like knows what to do, I would say. And then real quick, we also had the season two trailer for Loki um, that came out this week. And it looks like it's gotten a lot of viewership online. The trailer was pretty good. Looks like they are sticking with jonathan majors which is a really big topic so uh, those are our final news of the day so i wanted to go around and get you guys thoughts on our final news of the show i will start with you leo any thoughts on those last two news um so you summed up the scream stuff perfectly i mean i'm not ready <laughs> to get away from radio silence 
I loved their two returns to the franchise, and I think that it would have been cool to have that continuity between the the next three, five, six, seven. Um, it makes me a little concerned that they're going to drag it out, and like you, the day is going to come. I hate a screen movie, and I love each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to think of a day where I potentially won't like a screen film. And it seems like switching directors like this could make that happen. Um, Happy Death Day, I did like. I liked Freaky. I did not mm. like Happy Death Day to you. I did not either. Um, it, there's a couple more movies that he is I didn't really like. Happy Death so Day to you, I'm, like they went like... They went like sci-fi. Oh, I was yeah. Curious. It was too much. Oh. I was like, nah. The first one was simple. I like the premise. I like the Groundhog Day thing. I, mm-hmm. I like that. But I, I think that it just it, it's possible we might not like it. But hopefully, it could be good. <laughs> um, <laughs> going on, going on a Loki. Uh, the trailer looks great. It mm-hmm. looks grandiose. It looks big. It looks large. I love seeing Kihei Kwan back in something so soon. Uh, he's just such a magnetic, like energy. He's, he's mm-hmm. such a happy dude, and it's like cool to feel his positivity. Um, but otherwise, yeah, the major stuff is kind of weird. I didn't think he would even be in the trailer at all, so that was yeah. a little bit of like a surprise. But yeah, Loki season two looks good. Um, I saw Madness tweet about being a little bit sick of the multiverse thing, and I kind of feel that. I feel that, but I think the production quality looks excellent. Like. It looks like a good show. Uh, yeah, I'm totally with Manda as far as like this multiverse stuff. And then I know people are defending the whole like the what he like the whole glitching thing and comparing it to Spider Verse. But I mean, come on. Yep. Man. It's like that, even though it means different things, that is straight out of Spider Verse. But oh, whatever. Sure. <laughs> it's <laughs> whatever. all connected, bro. It's all connected. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what they end up doing. The trailer looks good, but. Yeah, we'll see what ends up happening. I did have a weird taste in my mouth when they brought up, you know, what they. I'd just rather you not show him, and then you know we kind of just leave it up to our imaginations on, you know, leading up to the show on if they're gonna show him or not. So, but putting him in the trailer, they were like, "Yeah, this, that's King." So, we'll see what happens. Let's go to you, uh, Josie. Any thoughts on the Scream Seven news and the low key season two trailer? For the Scream 7 news, um, I thought I really enjoyed Scream 6, so mm-hmm. it's kind of disheartening to see that they're parting ways with Radio Silence, but um, we'll see where that goes. Because I think the main thing for me is it feels like the tone could shift, but also yeah. maybe not. Because, yeah. I mean, Scream has never been serious. It's silly, but it's it's always been balanced. So I guess that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing. And then going to uh, <laughs> Loki. Um, I was excited to see so many of the characters from the first one that came back, obviously, and let's ignore it, the obvious elephant in the room, but like Gugu, mm-hmm. I was happy to see her. I was happy yeah. to see like those people. Um, obviously, Gugu Kwan. That's the reason I watched the trailer because I forgot he w- got cast in this. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we'll see. Uh, the trailer looks <laughs> nice, but I mean, um, it's obvious all the comments about Spider-Verse and everything, and it's hard not to think about that once you're aware of the comparison, because it, it is pretty similar. It but was, also remember yeah. when um, they wanted to get the Daniels to direct season one? So yeah. maybe it's just like, like ha. 
<laughs> um, listen, I'm so excited. That's like that's like the the one of the low key is like one of the Disney Plus shows as far as Marvel goes, where like I just did not it did not yeah. feel like a chore to get through. Yeah, and um, I finished Secret Invasion yesterday, and oh boy, I haven't even seen was, it. Yeah, it was t- it was. <laughs> I wanted to wait until tough. the whole show was on it because I was not returning every week to do like episodic <laughs> and uh yeah i watched it and um yikes so yikes. i mean <laughs> so, so loki they are releasing this at a perfect time because i have never been more sour on this disney like the disney plus shows than i am right now so think if if like some if like i don't know hawkeye season two was next i would have been like all right bro i'm out of here i i can't <laughs> i cannot so thank and god it's loki major pressure because it's the first show show that has a season two right yeah yeah the only show that i think everything else has just moved on which is uh it's just weird so uh yeah, I mean, we'll see how they all do. Let's go to let's go to you, Amanda. Amanda, uh, any thoughts on Scream Seven and the Loki's season two trailer? Yeah, I'm surprised that they got a new director. Uh, I wasn't sold on five. Five is like like lower than three for me on my list. I'm so sorry uh, for Scream <laughs> Five, um, but six I really enjoyed. So that um, that pulled me back in. Uh, I just I hope it's good. I mean, he also directed. I think we have a ghost with Mackie on Netflix. And I was like, I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned. Just rough. a tad. Yeah, it was so rough when I watched it. But I watched it for Mackie. Um, it, yeah, it was just not a good time. Uh, I loved Freaky. So that's the one thing that's keeping me in uh, with this. So mm-hmm. we'll wait and see. I'm excited to see like where the story goes in 7, especially with, um, with the Carpenter sisters. I'm excited for them. Um, with Loki season 2... The trailer was good. It looked it looked fantastic. Um, I right. love Owen Wilson. I was happy to see Mobius back and a bunch of other characters. You know that Josie mentioned too. Um, but it, again, I'm just I don't know. I don't know. The whole timeline stuff got old real fast when Loki was describing it, and then there was no connective tissue for me. Mm-hmm. um after that either because they barely mentioned the timeline cracking in any of the other films that came after that it's so frustrating just, like i need something <laughs> fam like you can't keep pushing it into another phase I'm like angry <laughs> why doesn't anything connect right? nobody talks about nobody talks about tiamat and that fucking no <laughs> i was just like we're why did you mention <laughs> I mean, there was a little bit of timeline crackling imagery in some of the It's not enough. It's not enough. Imagery is important here. Listen, look at the background of Easter eggs, folks. No, that should not be the audience's job to piece it together. It should be like the show's job to like. Come on, bro. Just because we know what's going on, like my mom would be be befuddled with these shows. It's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) So come on. It's also like you spent three phases connecting everything and getting us used to all of that and getting excited that it's connected and oh my god, like beware of the Easter eggs. And then you're going into phase four 
and nothing's connected. Like there's a little bit of like that's connected, but it's like, it feels so loose and I don't know. It just, that's just been bothering me. So yeah, especially was Loki season one had. Was Loki before No Way Home? It was, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. why. So, like, <laughs> this was the weirdest. Because, like, leading up to... This is what I gave... I remember... I don't know if you guys... You guys were all here in 21. But I was starting to give up on this, like, Easter egg, multiverse. This person showing up. This is going to connect to that. I was giving up going into 2022. I just know I was just, like, all set. It was after No Way Home and uh, Multiverse of Madness. We're like, I'm done, dude. So Loki ends with everything splitting and shit's getting nuts, right? So everybody's theory was like, so in No Way Home, when Peter fucks things up, it's going to cause more of the splitting and then it's kind of going to tie into Loki. And then Doctor Strange, Tom Holland's Peter Parker, none of them mention anything about anything. About not a thing. Not a thing. And I was like, ah. Oh. So at that point, I was like, huh. And then uh, I was like, okay, Dwayne, you know, let's just see a multiverse of madness. Because when you title a movie Multiverse of Madness, maybe this is when they're gonna take talk about Loki and some other multiversal shit that's been going on okay maybe it's this one they don't say a thing about loki nothing so at that point i was like okay <laughs> what is happening is this is this like is loki set like not with everybody is 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 are we just are these all separate now? Like, is that the plan? And uh, well, I wonder if they'll I explain just, it in uh, season two. Like, maybe they'll break this down in season two, get us back into that Loki universe. Because unfortunately, what we're dealing with here is that the TV shows are supposed to not be required content, and so there's a little bit of chaos when it comes to the continuity. So they're not. Is that weird? So is that like official, I, or is I that? I don't know that it is, but it feels guessing? like they're trying to make because it I'll tell not you what, connected. I tell you what. I tell you what. Twenty twenty one, Dwayne would have been like, oh, bro. So in the Marvels, Nick Fury is gonna come to like Carol and explain everything that happened. <laughs> I know, like twenty twenty three, Dwayne knows that that's not happening, and we're gonna get a Nick. We're gonna get a Nick Fury, and like, we're, it's gonna be like nothing happened in Secret Invasion. He's just gonna be like, nothing. "Hey, Carol," and uh, <laughs> yikes, <laughs> yikes! Like two years ago, I was all in for this shit, dude. I was in, and now I know this. This what I, whatever happened in Secret Invasion. Is not going to be mentioned ever again. It's just not. I until we get a season two or something like that. Uh, this everyone's freaking out about Rhodey and all that stuff. I don't want to say any spoilers if you don't know what happened, but freaking everyone's out. freaking out. Everyone's like freaking out about it. Listen, guys, it is never going to come up. I guarantee you, it's never going to be talked about again. And like, what's the movie coming out with Rhodey? Armor Wars. He's just going to be like Rhodey. I lost Tony Stark. Let's get to this movie. That's it. They gave up, dude. It's just like it feels like the they just they just gave up as far as some of this storylines and and all this stuff happening. None of this stuff is connected anymore. Uh, I got secret invasions and we got we got we got 
these two super scrolls with everyone's powers, but there was not one Avenger in Secret Invasion. And I'm like, if you could afford to put Captain Marvel's effects on the fucking screen, why not just have her here? Whatever. I don't know what's going on. Right. It's just, it's no, a mess. They, it's a mess. Yeah, like, that, mess. it would have made more sense for her to come back down to Earth and help you, out. You get doing that. <laughs> if the excuse was, if the excuse is, we don't have the budget to do Captain Marvel stuff. Well, that's not true. You just did it with a whole new character that I have no, I know nothing about. I love Amelia Clark, but I don't know who she is. This Gaia. At least we we we've been with <laughs> Captain Marvel for a few for a little bit. Like what, Nick Fury, the world is ending. Scrolls are causing a war. Call what, happened Avengers, to his, bro. what happened to his fucking little beeper for Captain yeah, Marvel? Major, man. <laughs> it broke. What what the no, fuck? no, remember, 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 he says it in the series. It's his problem now. He has oh, whatever. Now, now it what? is. After like it's 19 so movies, right. you've called the Avengers. <laughs> whatever, Nine, <laughs> like 30 movies, you've been like, Spider-Man, we need you to, we need your help. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need your help. And now he's like, oh, this is personal. Dude, whatever, dude. I, I no. can't. I can't do this. The, the both scrolls. of these studios are making me so mad. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> Thank God for Spider Verse. That's all I got right now is like these Spider Verse. Yay, Sony did something. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, you know what else? Sony did something great. They pushed Craven back. Maybe that'll be yeah. a definite <laughs> So, yeah, just this is a mess. So, uh, but all right, everyone, that is it for episode 127 of the Cinemania World Show. Really appreciate you guys all for listening. I'll go around, get everyone's social medias. I'll start with you, man. Now let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, you guys can always follow me over at AMX ND Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and Threads apparently is still going strong. I don't know. Fish, but they I trying. Also, they were trying. Which means we're trying. <laughs> um, you guys can check out my website, CandidXCinema.com, and my YouTube, Candid Cinema. All right, and Leo. Guys, if you're over on YouTube, go ahead and search in Geekly Goods. You'll see a logo of me and two Gs. Click on that. Come on over. Let's talk some geek, y'all. Uh, also, I'm Geekly Goods on all other social media platforms, so come on over and say hi. Dwayne, appreciate it, man. Great being back on, y'all. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and lastly, we have Josie. You can follow me at the Josie Marie on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Threads. No, I'm not going to call it X because it's stupid. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You can follow me, everyone, on um Twitter and Instagram at Cinemedia Cinemedia 94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemedia World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Josie, Leo, and Amanda. We'll talk to you guys soon.